Also, I would like to welcome all of you and may all be blessed near and far in Europe, Africa, Asia, all over the world. May God's word accomplish for what it was sent for. May I ask, who is here today for the first time? Could you please stand up? Do we have friends who are here today for the first time in our midst? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Praise and thanks be to the Lord. Just feel at home. Then one remark. Here was a wish expressed to sing a song. We just ask that you speak with the choir leader so that it falls into the part which is before the service. Then we have greetings from many brothers, from Brother Wallström, from Dr. Bie, from Brother Smith, from Brother Motika, from Brother Deo, greetings from Malawi, greetings from Brother Graf, from Brother Etienne Genton, then greetings from Brother Ngonga, then greetings from Brother Nyagi, from Nairobi, then greetings from Durban. Durban, we all know this city. Dear Brother Brenham, had one of the mightiest meetings in South Africa. And then, today we have visit brother and sister Bope from Johannesburg. God bless you in our midst. Then brother Boyor from Ghana. God bless you in our midst. Then brother Shikora from Poland. God bless you wherever you might be now. Then we have brother Daniel in our midst from Romania, brother Gilbert from Paris, brother Tati from Brussels. Yes, all brethren from all peoples, tongues and nations who are gathered here and who are joined with us and with the Lord. Then we have here also greetings via email from Brother John from Bucharest, then from the brethren from Atlanta, then from New Zealand, then from Brother Gajewski from Poland. God bless there. Then we have greetings from Romania, from Klausenburg, greetings from Cambodia, greetings from Ashdod, Israel, from Malawi, greetings from Kinshasa, greetings from Ottawa, Canada. All know, of course, 
that not Zurich is the capital of Switzerland, but Bern. And all know that not Toronto is the capital of Canada, but Ottawa. Yes, we passed on the greetings now. And now, once again, be welcome. Feel at home. Feel free in the house of the Lord. The Lord is gathering His people from all nations and tongues. He speaks with us just as He spoke then with his disciples after his resurrection. And he opened to them all the scriptures. Brother Schmidt asked me to give greetings from Russia, from the Ukraine, from Belarusia, from all our brethren. Just so nice that we may be joined in the Lord, knowing, knowing that this is a special time period in which we are living now, and that God not only makes history, but He makes, he makes the plan of salvation coming to fulfillment. We see it on the people of Israel. We see it on the surrounding nations, just as it is written. That's how it is happening. The prophet Zechariah predicted it, prophesied, Jerusalem will become a burdensome stone for all the nations, and all the nations will bruise their hands. You can read it in Zechariah chapter 12. And then Zechariah 14. And if we look at the world events, yes, in particular, around Israel, one speaks of democracy. There's no democracy coming, but fanatics, all who are against, who are especially against Israel, they are coming to power now. I know Jordania, Jordan. I know Egypt. Everywhere was liberty to preach the word of God. But also therein, the scripture has to be fulfilled. And we also know what kind of role the Vatican plays. And so, we are just grateful that God has opened unto us the word of prophecy. He revealed it to us that we are not walking in darkness, that we don't have to interpret or saying, oh, it could be this way or that way. No, it is just as God has said it in his word. And if we, if we time and again mention Brother Brenham, then only for the cause, because God has chosen him as his tool, just as he chose a Joshua, a Moses, a Elijah, just as God has chosen his servants from the beginning to speak through them, 
and to bring us the word. And as sure as God had men, so that the word was brought to us, and so that we have it here with us, so sure God had to send someone to make the written word, the revealed word to us by His grace and to introduce us into the plan of salvation of our God. I, from my side, I'm very grateful to God that we have the grace to recognize that God has given a promise to send a prophet before the time of grace comes to its end, before the sun is darkened and before the moon turns into blood. God wanted to send a prophet to turn the hearts of the children of God back to the faith of the fathers, back to the beginning. This is a promise which God had to fulfill because God is watching over His Word. Nobody will hinder Him. The right hand of the Lord is exalted and upholds the victory. And all who believe God, to them the Word is being revealed. Now, what was read to us as the word of introduction is, of course, as a prayer. Lord, abide with us, for it is toward evening. We can say, Lord, abide with us. It has become evening. The midnight hour is breaking forth. Abide with us. Abide with us. Then verse 30 in Luke 24. And it came to pass, as he sat at the table with them, the Lord prepares for us a table, a table in the presence of our enemies. All who reject the word, all who don't believe the promises, they despise us. But for us, God's word is precious. And the Lord also tonight, He will give us, he will give us the word as the bread of life into our hearts. And as it is written here, and their eyes were opened. Were your eyes opened? Did my eyes open? Thanks be to God. In the moment where the Lord speaks to us, our eyes are opened. The heart is being opened. The eyes are being anointed. And we see, and you all noticed, you all noticed what is written in verse 25 and verse 26. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And then our Lord started with Moses and with all the prophets. 
and he expounded unto them all the scriptures concerning himself. And he could say, everything was fulfilled. The same applies to our time. And with this, brothers and sisters, with this, such a responsibility is connected as it was never on the earth before. All prophets, all the apostles, all had a great responsibility and all contributed their part so that the plan of salvation was proclaimed to us. But in our time, in our time, not only that, what God said through Moses, through Abraham, and through the prophets, through Peter, Paul, or in the epistles, what was said, not single things, but the summary, all things were revealed to us. A direct insight into the whole plan of salvation of our God. And we all recognized, brothers and sisters, as it was in the days of Moses, as in the days when the Lord God revealed himself, and as he appeared and came down in the pillar of fire, and he said to Moses, take off your shoes, for you are standing on holy ground. And then God gave the instruction, the commission he gave, I have heard the cry of my people. I remember my covenant, which I made with my covenant, with my people. And I send you. It was the fulfillment of the promise which God gave to Abraham. And in connection with this, the supernatural happened. I don't have to say it always and always time and again, brothers and sisters, but when the angel sent by God came to Brother Brenham on the 7th of May, 1946, at around 23 hours at evening, the first words were, Fear not! I am sent to you from the presence of God. And then came the commission. Just as Moses were given two signs, so you are also given two signs. We spoke here about it many times. For me, it's just so important that not somebody has gone to some Bible school and then came on the scene somehow and presenting his program. No, that God was watching over his word and he did that thing, the things which he purposed. Tonight, we will speak about that God restores all things in the church. Recently, we were reading here some quotations of Brother Brenham, and we will deepen ourselves now in the Word. 
But before we do this, let me, let me read a couple of quotes of Brother Brenham, just briefly. Concerning, concerning the fact what the Lord God will do before the return of Jesus Christ, namely to restore everything, be it the first love, whatever it might be, God will restore everything. And he will, he will bring us back to where the church was at the beginning. At the beginning, the New Testament church was the body of the Lord, the living organism con containing of many members, which the Lord could use in a mighty way. Nine spiritual gifts were manifested. Nine gifts of the Spirit were manifested. God distributed, distributed, and as it is written in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, to each one he has given for the edification of the church. And this we need today. We are grateful to God for the message. Yes, grateful for the wonderful word of God, which remains forever. But to it belongs that God works in a supernatural way. I read the prayer of Brother Brennan. Lord, Bless this church and help me, Lord, as I go and as I bring the message to other people, let us stand together as one man, as one family, standing together, praying together, living together in the unity of the Holy Spirit until Jesus comes and until he takes us up into his kingdom. We ask all this in his name and for his glory. Amen. The church, at the beginning, she was one heart and one soul. There was the respect before God, before God's word, before that, what God has done. And Brother Brenham, he preached a whole sermon with the title, Respect. Respect before God. Respect before the ministries which God has set. Just respect. And only then when we with, with, with sincerity and honesty are gathered in the presence of God and that God's word really speaks to us, that we, take, that we bring reverence with us, only then God's word will be revealed to us. Here Brother Brenham says, the restoration can only happen 
to the rightful owner. If we then think about that God has given us, that God has blessed us in Christ with all spiritual blessings which are in heaven. And then Brother Brenham lines out in the example with a tree, with a tree, just as Joel has seen it, that it was eaten away until nothing was left of the tree. And then comes the wonderful promise, I will restore unto you all the years. I will restore everything into its original condition. Then, Brother Brenham says here, that we have the right to use force according to the scripture. He who is violent to the kingdom of God, he takes it by force. We cannot just, just like this, uh, just walk like this. No, it must be our heart's desire so that God really comes to his right by his grace. It says here, The bodies of the people who were created in the image of God, the enemy slew them with sickness. But according to the scripture, to the church is given the rightful, the legal rights by the Bible to take the Holy Spirit and enforce it upon them. It is our right. Everything what was lost, God will restore it. Then Brother Branham says here, If Satan has robbed you of the privilege of being a son or a daughter of God, then you have today the right by the Holy Spirit, by the power of the Holy Spirit, to enforce, to enforce the claim of God. If Satan has afflicted you, and made you sick, then you have the right, you have the right before God to to enforce him to bring back. Because by his stripes we are healed. It's just so powerful. And the nice thing is that Brother Brenham didn't didn't speak out of a theory, but God confirmed the word. And then Brother Bram says here, in reference to the ministries and to the baptism of the Holy Spirit, he continues and speaks of the sanctification. He brings you to the Holy Spirit baptism and to all the blessings which he has promised. Everything what he promised, it's yours. Let God realize it in you. 
It's very powerful. We really believe that all the promises of God are yes and amen. And then here, the next passage of the restoration, it is the time of restoration of God. Look at nature. God restores all things. One can read and again read. Here, one passage more. Oh, if you just think about these things, It is not important in what kind of condition we are or situation we are. The law of the Word of God, which, which everything accomplishes, nothing can oppose it. Everything has to be restored because that's how God's Word says it. Who wants to oppose God? The enemy is conquered, defeated. Brothers and sisters, this we can really take and receive by faith. Our Lord, our God, our Lord, of course, after the, after the body, he died. He, he went down in the, in, in the spirit and he conquered everything. Death, hell, Satan. He rose and he cried out, I live and ye shall live also. Now the next passage here, Brother Bram says, God speaks of the restoration. We were reading the text from the prophet Joel. In Joel, God speaks of his fruit tree which he has planted. He planted the tree on the day of Pentecost. This tree he planted for a purpose. He wanted that it brings forth its fruit, the fruit of the word of God. He wanted to have a church which through all the ages keeps his word. And to, to, to this we belong now, to keep his word. This is our part. Brothers and sisters, it's not only about a message which we are hearing and which we believe. It's really about our preparation unto the glorious day of the return of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Then, Brother Branham says here, in, in reference to the spiritual gifts, nine gifts of the Spirit and nine fruits of the Spirit are flowing from the same fountain. He is like a tree planted by the waters. If you just think about these things, then really such a big desire comes up in us, Oh God! Oh God! Let us not only be hearers of such 
precious words, but let it be manifested that your arm is stretched forth and that it is happening, that it takes place, what you have promised by your grace. Time and again, one could read on and on in this sermon. You all know, of course, that God also in this regard has used in a unique way. Then we have here in the next sermon the rapture and here I just would like to read a few passages namely in what age in what age we are living now which promise do we have the rapture will take place the Bible says that it will take place but it will, it will only take place for the chosen ones, for the elect bride, which in these days is being taken out and which is being manifested as the church, only for the elect. This is a wonderful word. Elect, be chosen before the foundation of the world. And our names were written in the Lamb's Book of Life before the foundation of the world. Who wants to change something about it? This God has decided, and that's how it will be throughout all eternity. We, of course, don't, don't believe in us. We believe in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Redeemer. Here, Brother Brenham says, if you tonight, if you are a born-again Christian tonight, then you were already in Him at the beginning, in God at the beginning. It's just so powerful. In the Lord's Prayer we pray, Our Father, who art in heaven. And in Hebrews 2 we read, that we all have the same Father. And our Lord, our Lord could say, I ascend to my God and to your God, to my Father and to your Father. Brothers and sisters, we are born of the same word, of the same seed. We went forth from the same Spirit. We are born again by His grace unto a living hope, just as sure as Jesus Christ rose from the dead. Then Brother Bram continues here and says, how do we get into this body of Christ? In 1 Corinthians 12, it says, By one Spirit, we are all baptized into one body by the baptism of the one Holy Spirit. If you just want, want, want to note it down, it's written in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. By one Spirit, 
are we all baptized into one body. The Spirit is the life of Christ in you. Is this right? The, the life of Christ, the life of every seed, brings the seed alive, makes the word seed alive again. And he is the word seed. He will give his life. Isaiah 59, 53 verse 10. And in his seed he will prolong his days. All these scriptures in Isaiah, Psalm 89, and whatever, whatever belongs to it. God lives in his sons and daughters. He continues his life. Also this passage from this sermon now. If God ever does something in the church, then it, it, will, it will agree with the original word. It must be that way. It has to be that way. For the life is in this tree and brings forth after its own kind. Also our Lord said, if you don't believe me, then just believe the works which are happening. Then Brother Brennan continues and says, How do we get into the church? By one Spirit, we are all baptized into this one body, into the body of Christ, which is the church, which is the, the Word. Into Him we were baptized, by the Holy Spirit. We were baptized into him. Then one more quote. Notice here. In the seventh church age, when the seventh angel begins to sound and blow his trumpet, then the mysteries of God shall be made known. And then Brother Brenham, time and again, he comes to the point what will happen before the rapture. Here, for instance, he says, firstly, when he makes himself ready to descend from heaven, then the, 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 the shout goes forth. What, what is it? It's a message to bring the people together. First, a message goes forth. It's the time. It's lamp trimming time. Get up and trim your lamps. One could read on and on. I really recommend all to read the sermons of Brother Brenham quietly. You, 
Nobody has to start with the year 47. One, you, you can start with the year 63. You can start. Then you can read up to the year 65. And then again you can read wherever you, you feel like. One thing we just have to understand. God has in our time God has given a message in our time. Let me read this also, because my eyes are focusing now on this. Firstly, the first thing which goes forth is His message. Not, not a message, but His message, by which the bride is being called together. Not only being called out, but being called together. Gather ye my people. Both happened in the time of Moses. In the time of Moses was the, the leading out. Let my son go. Let my people go. And then came the sacrifice which was made. The blood was applied to the doorposts. And if, if you read it precisely, only right, left and top, not at the bottom, nobody was allowed to tread the blood with the feet. All had to enter and all have to, had to be kept safe. There was no trouble, but there was trouble and there was trouble. I say it once again, the blood of the new covenant may not be tread upon with feet, trampled on the feet, but it's our redemption, it's our protection, and we are grateful to God with all our hearts. Then Brother Brenham continues and says, we are now ready. The, the only thing is, the only thing is that the called out church is, has to lay in the sun to get ripened. After a short while, the great combine will come and then the wheat is gathered into the garner and the chaff is burned with fire. We all know that this was the message of John the Baptist right in the Gospel of Matthew in chapter 3. Here the man of God, he said, what also touches us now, just let, let us read it. Let us read this scripture from Matthew chapter 3. Here John says, please, believe it. He spoke under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Matthew 3, verse 11 and 12. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. 
He has the, his winnowing fan in his hand and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner. But he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Here we have the connection to the spirit baptism. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. He has the winnowing fan in his hand and he will thoroughly purge his floor before the wheat is gathered into the heavenly garner. Also, the Lord is now busy The Lord is busy to give us the washing by the water of the word and to show us how necessary the baptism in the Holy Spirit is. And we all know precisely, whoever reads James, the tongue is an unruly evil which is kindled by hellfire. If one don't pay attention and one, one brings around slander and therefore the spirit baptism with fire, it, it were not uh, eyes of fire, not ears of fire, but cloven tongues of fire. Tongues divided by fire. And then the Holy Spirit was setting upon each of them. And only after, after the divine fire has purged and cleansed the tongues, then the Holy Ghost fell. And then they started, they began to speak with new tongues, with other tongues, just as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. And I say it now, in the presence of God, I say it, I wish myself, and I wish all of us, such a baptism in the Spirit and fire, and also especially to all, to all, who perhaps, who, who perhaps experienced the baptism in the Pentecostal movement. We all know it was not enough. It was not enough. We need more. We need a new experience with the Lord. And now coming back to the term he will gather his wheat, not a wheat, but he will gather his wheat. John 12, he as the wheat corn, he fell into the ground, into the soil, and he died. And he didn't remain alone. He will have a rich harvest and we will be all like him. This is really the uncomprehensible things in all of the plan of salvation. Incomprehensible for us. That the Lord of glory, the Lord of glory, who spoke everything into existence at the beginning, that he came to us and that he redeemed us. And at this place, We believe in one single God, the creator of the heavens and the earth. Really, only one God. 
And please, take it seriously now. If if one reads the, the news from the Vatican, then the main emphasis is on the fact that all the churches, all the denominations which were split away some time ago, that they don't have to fall on their knees. If the because the doctrine of the Holy Trinity joins them all with Rome. One just has to read what is being said. And then the Holy Baptism in the triune formula, it unites all the churches which, which were splitting away from Rome. You can all read it in church history. When was this? When was that? And then in our time, so that everything returns again into the mother's bosom, then they, they invite all. And they all believe they all believe in three persons. I believe in one God who revealed himself to us as Father in heaven, in the Son, on the earth, and in the church by the Holy Spirit, and who is working until the end. I, I, I don't want that somebody stumbles here, but you all know, you all know the first commandment, I am the Lord your God, thou shalt have no other gods beside me beside me. What was the falling away in Israel? Idolatry. Idolatry. This was the falling away. And behold, one has put next to God idols. If I, if I show you now the photograph, I don't do this to hurt you, but to, to make you well. If I'm re, if I'm reads the first commandment, thou shalt have no other gods beside me. Oh now, on this photo, one sees here next to God and one here. And God himself says, thou shalt have no other God beside me. I am God and no other. And now, all believe that God existed from eternity in three persons. And one, one says, the Son is God, Father is God, Holy Ghost is God. Yeah. And then they say, the three are one God. He who looks here doesn't see one, he sees three. And there three don't exist. There's only one God who revealed himself. But let me say it here once again. If one hears and sees things like this and reads it up in the news from the Vatican, then one really feels otherwise. And we notice exactly what God purposed. The Church of Jesus Christ will not fall into the error. She will not go into the World Council of Churches. She, is, she will remain separate until the return of Jesus Christ our Lord. And therefore, also the baptism in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And 
Somebody, Brother Daniel from Paris, he sent me some, some text, and then they used the argument in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We don't need an argument. We need revelation. As we said many times before, where revelation is, there's no argument anymore. And where there's still arguments are going on, there's no revelation yet. Then they're lining out and setting forth and setting forth that in the, in the name of a government, in the name of this and that. No, no. The name in which God has revealed himself as Father, Son, and Holy Ghost is the New Testament covenant name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we're just so grateful for the New Testament covenant name. Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. You notice, do you notice why the message was necessary? For the calling out from the Babylonian captivity, from all traditions. Why? Because it is written in Mark 7, In vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrine the commandments of men. All worship is bypassing God because it is not happening in the Spirit and in the truth. The Lord said Himself, the God is seeking such worshippers who are worshipping Him in the Spirit and in truth. There's the, the word have to. They have to worship Him. Not can or should. No, they have to worship Him in Spirit and truth. Something powerful, very mighty. Brothers and sisters, I just hope that we understand this. I hope that we understand what God is now about to do, not to not a new denomination. No, coming back to God, coming back to His Word, having respect before the Almighty and before His revelations. And if we go to the Old Testament, probably we said it here before, When the Lord, as the king of Salem, came to Abraham, according to Hebrews 7, he had no father and no mother, no beginning of life and no end of his days. So, one has to take Old and New Testament together. One has to take the things back to the origin, not just saying something, but letting God speak to us through His Word. And then the connections are revealed to us. If you then also think about that the Lord God has come to Abraham as a man, clothed, sitting under the tree, letting his feet washed. And he was commanding Abraham that a, a cow is being slaughtered and that his wife should bake a cake. And it's even written, they were eating the Lord and the two men who were with him. And the two men, they then on, they went on, they were strengthened by the food They went on to Sodom, and at evening they arrived in Sodom. 
But the same Lord as the angel of covenant as can reveal himself in the pillar of fire. Just as Brother Branham testified of it many times, the Lord could be hidden in this supernatural pillar of fire. And then out of this life he could step forth. I could read you some wonderful scriptures from the Old Testament which show us the, the steps, the traces of God throughout all of the Old Testament. Up to Isaiah 6, when the prophet saw the Lord sitting on the throne at the right and the left, there were cherubims and seraphims. And then God said, who wants to be our messenger? God didn't speak to other persons. He spoke to them who were present. Also in Genesis, Genesis 11, when the Lord God said, let us go down and let us see whether the things are really so bad as it was reported to us. God, from the very beginning, He was surrounded by heavenly beings. And therefore also Job could write, or God could speak to, through him, where were you when I created the, the earth, when the sons of God are shouting for joy, and all the angels were, 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 were joyful? One just has to go back to the word of God. And in particular, concerning the true faith, please receive it and accept it. In the church of Jesus Christ, there is not one, not one doctrine and not, and not one practice. It's being done, which belongs to the Ro Church of Rome. But also, in the Church of Rome and in all the other churches, there's not one practice which are in the biblical, in, in the Church of the Living God. And if this here hears the whole world, then I just, I just ask myself for how long we can preach like this without that the windows are broken here and without that the people are getting angry with us. But let it be thanked to God. Thanks be to God. We will preach the word of truth. And with this we die and with this we live. But it need be we die for it. In this time, in this time, there has to be a voice in the wilderness. There has to be a divine message which brings us back in all things to the Word of God. And the Lord took care for it. He took care of it. That it was revealed to us. We don't have any own doctrine. We don't have any own message. We have the word of the Lord. Now just briefly, concerning the Holy Spirit baptism, dear Brother Brenham really says that the Spirit was poured upon all flesh, that various seeds can be on the field, and all are longing for rain, and when the rain comes, then the 
The wheat and the weeds are rejoicing both together. And then we are at a very important point that God's holy word as the divine seed was laid into our hearts. And if then the Holy Spirit baptism comes, then the planted seed will come forth to life. But if there's a strange seed, and this we have to say here for the sake of the truth, without judging, I hope that you understand me rightly. rightly. All the big evangelists with a big high reputation, even the world-known in, in South Korea, he gave me 20 minutes to speak before 15,000 people. And then came the conversation in his, in his office. He had many sermons of Brother Brenham, but he was offended. He was offended at the, at the doctrine. Prophet, yes, but doctrine, false. And I, of course, I had to say my part, and then I found out that even signs and wonders don't have to be a confirmation of the word, but of the faith of him who comes to the Lord. If, for instance, the gospel is preached of, of somebody, of some kind of evangelist, and when people are coming to the faith, then it is, it is between them and God, and not between them and between the evangelist. No. The same is with all the other great evangelists. Not one of them, not of one, one of them preached about the Godhead. Not one of them preached about the true biblical baptism in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All, yes, all with diplom diplomacy. They were enthusing, enthusing the, the people. And where will be the end? Let us just be grateful that God has given a message without any compromise. Just a message, clear, true. Just two or three more scriptures to show us what it brings with if we are as true sons and daughters of God filled with the Holy Spirit, then it's not only an anointing. It, it is an anointing, yes, but it has to be also a sealing here in 2 Corinthians. In 2 Corinthians, we have 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Here we read from the second part in verse 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 
The second part of verse 17. Or the things that I purpose, do I purpose according to the flesh? That with me there should be yay, yay, and nay, nay? But as God is true, our word toward you was not yea and nay. God is surety also today. That the proclamation is not yes or no, this way or that way. No. By God it is set in order by the Holy Spirit. Then in verse 19, we read, For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, even by me and Silvanus and Timothy, was also not yea and nay, but in him was yes. In him was yes. Then verse 20. For all the promises of God in him are yea. And in him amen unto the glory of God through us. I like it. Not only unto the glory of God, but unto the glory of God through us, that we have a direct part in what God has given us in Jesus Christ, His only begotten Son. Namely, to also give us the, the birthright by grace. Every revelation of God, one has to see it in connection of the plan of salvation. Just believing it and getting it revealed. Then it continues, verse 21, Now he which establishes you, establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God. Settled, established, and anointed. This is God. And now comes also something very wonderful. Who has also sealed us and given us the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. Has sealed us. Not only an anointing in the second realm, just as Brother Branham says here in this sermon, but sealed us in our hearts, in the deep inside of the soul. There is the seed of God. 
And God can only seal a content. And the content must be of divine origin. God cannot just seal something. But as written here, who has established us, do you agree that God has established us upon the original foundation of the apostles and prophets where Jesus Christ himself is the chief cornerstone? That's how it is written. That's how we believe it. And that's how we experience it. That's how we experience it. Then, Unto the glory of God through us. Verse 21. Now he that he which establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us, this is God who has also sealed us and given us the down payment of the Spirit in our hearts. What are you now thinking of, brothers and sisters? We, all, we only think, beloved Lord, let it happen like this with me. Let it happen with all of us so that we don't only read these things, but that we personally experience them by His grace. And as sure as the Lord has enabled His church at the beginning by the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, He established His church and has and had a dwelling place here on the earth in His body in which He revealed Himself not only Psalms 40, a body have you prepared for me, not only Hebrews 10, a body hast thou prepared for me, no, now, now, the body of the Lord, the body of Jesus Christ, by one Spirit we are all baptized into one body. And I tell you, if this desire, this longing, it's getting so great to us, really, so deep, if it gets so great to us, that we at this place are crying out, Lord, I don't let you go until you bless me. Lord, I don't let you go until you baptize me with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Without fanaticism, just by faith, taking God at His word. Let us summarize of what we tried to say here from the sermons of Brother Brenham. The Lord wanted to restore everything. That's how He promised it. And the Lord has restored unto us everything, His Word, every doctrine. And now He wants that His power is being manifested by His grace. Manifested. And you all know, Peter could nothing could contribute nothing to it. Paul also not. There is only one who baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And this is our beloved Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
And may He, by His grace, may He in our midst work such great things in us just as He did at the beginning, making us one heart and one soul, firstly. And then that the heavens may open and that the Holy Spirit can really come down, not only as an anointing, but being established, anointed, and then sealed with a divine seal by His grace, because we received the Word as the seed in us, and that the Lord can bring forth this this seed to life again by the Spirit, All three belong together, the Word, the Blood, and the Spirit. And these three are working together, the Word, the Blood, and the Spirit. May it happen all with us that the blood of the Lamb would have such a a great impact in all of us. And as Brother Brennan emphasizes, the forgiveness and justification means as we would have never sinned, as we would have never sinned, full justification by faith in the finished work of redemption on the cross of Calvary. And then the word of God, which has become precious to us. And then the Spirit of God, who illuminates it and who has revealed it to us and who, according to John 16, led us into all the truth. Brothers and sisters, as sure as God makes so much effort with us, also in all the past years, so much trouble to teach us, He will continue to make his effort with us until his work is accomplished and until we by his grace are taken up to be with the Lord forever. I'm grateful to God with all my heart for the last message, for the sending which God has given by His grace. For our sakes and for His word's sake, He has given this message to us. Grateful. I'm grateful for all of you who you in these days believe God. That you let God's words let speak to you. No enemy could hinder you You knew the Lord spoke to you. He spoke with me. He spoke to us. And we understood Him. Just as we read it in Luke 24, we were reading it. He opened unto them the understanding for the Scripture. God, by His grace, He has opened to us 
the understanding for the scripture. God, beginning with Moses, throughout all the prophets, throughout all the Old Testament, and then the scriptures of the New Testament, He led us up to the book of Revelation. He gave us orientation by His grace. And believe me, all the others, all the others, they will be deceived into the error. Only he who belongs, who is part of the bright church, he cannot be deceived. And so we thank God also for the word in Revelation chapter 3, which touched our hearts. The Lord is standing at the door. He is knocking. And he says, he speaks to us also tonight. Also tonight he spoke to us. To him, the Almighty God, be the honor in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Let us stand up and let us sing together a chorus, just as I am. Let us sing it once. As we are having our heads bowed, let me ask, let me ask, in the presence of God, which we are feeling, we know that the Lord is present. He spoke to us. Who would like to consecrate his life anew or fully to him? Just raise your hand. Yes. Yes, all of us. Who has some kind of trouble, be it in a personal way, be it a, be it a request for somebody else? Just raise your hand. All of us, we are required to pray for one another. And also, all the cases of sickness, whatever it might be, that we, that we really, by faith, are coming into the presence of God. As Brother Branham said very clearly, we can claim everything because it's ours. Whatever has the enemy taken away from us, it, it belongs us. God will restore it. He will give everything back just as he promised it.
The best example is Job. And of him it says, in James chapter 5, it says, God blessed him. God restored in a double, in a double portion to him. The restoration will not happen just bit by bit. It will happen majestically. The Lord himself will do it. He will rise. As written in Isaiah 28 and in other scriptures. And he will complete his work with his church. And also then with Israel. He will complete it. And by His grace, we may be part of it. Namely part of the church of the firstborn, to the church of those who received the divine seed, who believes every word, who are ready to live out and to put it into practice and who we are glorifying together, the, the blood of the Lamb. Let us sing the chorus, The blood of the Lamb cleanses me. Please believe it now and receive it and accept it. Brother Schmidt, he will pray with us. Faithful God, we say thanks for the grace and faithfulness. We say thanks for the promises, O Lord, which you have given to us. We are saying thanks that you will fulfill all promises, for in you is the yes. Lord, we thank you that with all, with all our problems, We, we can come to you in the certainty, in the assurance that you are seeing everything, you know everything, and you are restoring everything. Please be with us. Bless your worshipping people all over the earth, all over, where wherever everybody has brought his requests to you. May everything happen according to your will for the glory of your name. Lord, we ask you, bless, abide with us. For Lord in heaven, they were when they constrained you, you entered with them. Please, Lord, be with us and bless us. Amen. Hallelujah. May all worldwide be blessed.
may all receive what they were asking for. If our sisters have still a song, they can come now. The songs also testify of the grace and of what God has given us in Jesus Christ. We just receive it, especially addressed to all the young people who have consecrated their lives to God. Receive it by faith. Accept it. Receive it. Believe that this is the day which the Lord has made for you. All the young people, in particular, who are standing before decisions, which lives are just starting now, may it start with the Lord. Make with Him the beginning and complete it in Him. May the Lord God bless us all. Wenn wir wandern im Herrn, Gottes Wort uns erstern, O wie schwinden da dunkel und grau, denn er lenkt jeden Schritt, seine Gnade geht mit, bei uns allen die Folgen und Traum. Folgen und Traum, wir zum Siegen und schauen, willst du Frieden der Seele, musst du folgen und Traum. Nicht ein Schatten entsteht, jede Wolke vergeht, wenn sein Lächeln die Seele Erfreut, weder Zweifel noch Schmerz können ängsten das Herz, wenn wir trauen und gehorchen allzeit. Folgen und trauen, wir zum Siegen und schauen, willst du Frieden der Seele, musst du folgen und trauen. Uns bedrückt keine Last, die nicht er auch erfasst. Auch ihn dürfen wir alle Zeit bauen. Er hat Segen bereit, auch im Kreuz und im Leid. Wenn gehorsam wir folgen und trauen, folgen und trauen, wir zum Siegen und schauen, willst du Frieden der Seele, musst du folgen und trauen. Unser Leben und Sein gehört Jesus allein. Auf dem Brandaltar will er es schauen. Denn die Zucht, die er übt und die Kraft, 
Are you all grateful for what God is doing right now? Blessed and praised be the name of the Lord now and forever. And to all our beloved who are coming newly into the kingdom of God, in Luke 24 it also says, in his name, remission of sins shall be preached unto all nations. That's how it is written in Luke 24, verse 47, probably. It is our task to those who believe to bring them the proclamation that the Lord has forgiven you, not only will forgive, but has forgiven you. Luke 24, verse 47, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Just repentance for the remission of sins by the blood of the Lamb. May God give grace and may He convict of sin by the Spirit. And the first sin is the sin of unbelief, of the sin that they don't believe in me. And then the Lord says, if you don't believe that I am He, then you shall die in your sins. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Receive forgiveness. Receive salvation of your soul and the full salvation in Jesus Christ our Lord. Great God, we are thanking you once again for all the holy words of the Scripture. And we thank you 
that we are still living in Bible days, that it's still the time of grace, that we believe your message. Isaiah asked, who has believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? And we may say, to all who believe the message of God now, to them the arm of the Lord will be revealed. We are thanking you, dear Lord. For us, this all has become divine reality. Lift up your countenance over us and over all your people, beginning with New Zealand, up around the globe. Bless with us your blood-bought flock and lead us on the right way for, for thy name's sake. Keep us in thy grace and in thy word, and in thy will, precious Lord. These are not pious wishes. This is our prayer. Be with us in a mighty way to you, the Almighty God. Be the praise and honor and the glory and adoration now and forever. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Lob, Ehre und Praise, Honor and Glory. Amen. He blessed us. Amen. The grace of the Lord be with you. God willing, until tomorrow. Please come early. Come early. So that you hear the singing and the playing with instruments. That you, that you can tune in, that you can tune in in the Spirit to receive the Word. And the parents, please watch over your children. Please pay attention. God, may God bless all. And keep peace. God bless you. Each one is shaking hands. Amen.